Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 68, the Dennis Harrison episode. He was a defensive end for the Eagles, war number 68, and his nickname was Bigfoot. Legendary big uh, nickname. Um, I'm Trey, joined as always by Cam, Dylan, and Tucker. How are we, gentlemen? Also, the Army, the Army or Yager episode. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot. The Army or Yager. Um, okay, well, first of all, winners. Uh, I'd just like to say winner, Tucker McNinch's family. They sold their restaurant this week um, that they've run for, what, 25 years-ish? 21. 21 years, and uh, it was a hell of a joint, so congratulations, Tucker, congratulations uh, to your father, Uh, and I'll miss just walking through the kitchen and grabbing oyster crackers, that was always a highlight of my night. (laughs) Um, All right, for the winner of the point, we have a three-way tie, we have discussed with our impartial judge, Cameron, because he's not part of the three-way tie. He has picked a number between 1 and 30. We have all texted him our answers. I'll turn it over to Cameron for this week's winner of the point for Wasted Take of the Week. So I have received all three texts, all three different numbers, but we will have a winner here live on the show right now. The lucky number is 28. Now, if you think you were close enough to 28, speak up. I think I might be. I think you're right. It's going to be Tucker I wanted Tucker to win this because I don't know if he has any points. I have zero. <laughs> that's what, that was the best case scenario for me. Um, Tucker chose right. 24. Trey chose 22. Don't show. I was gonna. St- I was gonna say 25 because that was my number. Damn, you are super lagged out, by the way. But. That takes our Wasted Take of the Week scores for Dylan 7, Trey 4, Cam 3, and Tucker on the board with 1. Let's go uh, back in this. Try to hold on to this one this time, Tucker. I didn't uh, Well, I'm one week away from missing out again. <laughs> these, these points are valuable. Um, all right. Uh, any other winners and losers? People understand the, uh, the snack wrap going away at McDonald's. I'm glad. That everybody, same page with me. Uh, yes, based on one tweet I sent you, yes, the snack wrap is uh, is a missed item. Um, so that's. I mean, I don't have any other anything else. Tucker or Dylan? I got none. Nope. All right, uh, Dylan, do you have a waste take? I I gotta I gotta come up with something. All right, uh, Cam, do you have a way to take? That depends. Can you hear me? Barely. Give me that. All right, I'll go. I'll go. Um, so, looking at baseball right now, uh, you know, we're a couple, couple weeks into April, you know, more than midway through April. Um, and you're looking, things are starting to flesh themselves out. Now, it's just still very, very early. But one of the teams that is uh, having some struggles would be uh, the New York Yankees. New York Yankees have the worst record in the American League. Um, they can't win a game. They look awful. And my take is pretty simple. My take is 
blow it up. Time to rebuild for the Yankees. Trade away everybody except for maybe Aaron Judge. See if he can turn it around. Other than that, get rid of Stanton. He's a bum. You paid too much for him. Derek Cole, he's a cheating bum you paid too much for. The rest of the guys, I couldn't even tell you their names. They all just kind of get that Yankee look, and they all stink equally. Um, and I think it's time for the Yankees to consider uh, blowing it up. It, they're kind of in the same situation as like the Celtics are, right? So they go to the playoffs every year, and they get bounced in the first or second round every year. Um, it's time for Cashman to to put his money where his mouth is. Time to get rid of these bums. Maybe ship them out for some actual talent that you can develop in the minor leagues instead of just trying to pay your way to a championship every year. Because clearly it's not working. They haven't won in forever. Doesn't look like they're going to win win one this year unless they have a big turnaround. But after the season, blow it up. Blow it up, Yankees. That's my take. All right. I love it. But Cam can go first. I think he should respond to this. Yeah, how am I sounding now, boys? Better. All right. So here's my thing. We won tonight, and I think I think we just got to keep that going. We are we're we're not hitting the ball well. I think that's kind of our biggest thing right now. Pitching, Garrett Cole, love the guy. Um, Araldis Chapman, we need to get him more involved. We need to play him more. He's faced 15 batters, 11 strikeouts. So, not too worried there. White beater over all the chapel. All right, well, so, anyway, yeah, no. Hitting's the biggest thing. I don't think you can you can tell after 16 games where we're at, but I I think that we definitely need to figure something out. I think we need to do some raw roster change. Jesus Christ! What is happening? There's a lot of things. Fucker, are you just banging around in there? What's going on? Is he dead? Sorry, no, I'll change it on a trash bag. It sounded like a, your house just collapsed. Yes. No, it sounded like a tree a went through the bag. window. All right, Cam, <laughs> go ahead. Anyway, I think before we blow it up and before we fire Aaron Boone, with, I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. Um, let's let's change the roster around a little bit. Let's get some people playing in some different positions. Maybe call a guy up for the minors or two. Uh, we lost him. Yeah, he'll come back in a second, and it'll be all jumbly. I'm not liking what I'm seeing at all. So, All right. He's not going to lie. He doesn't like what he's seeing at all. All right, Tuck? Uh, yeah, chiming in on that, I, I think the Yankees are starting. I, they don't seem like a team that turns it around after having a bad start. They're just not a team with, like, charisma. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're going to turn it around. Below 500 season for the Yankees. No playoffs. Sorry, you guys. That's it. Yeah, so I don't think it's time just yet. Um, Everybody likes to freak out early in seasons. Um, I don't think they're good, necessarily. I think they, just like in years past, they believe in guys that have, like, stupid, crazy power numbers but just cannot hit the ball. <laughs> and their whole lineup is just a jumbled mess of that. And guys are getting older. Um, the one saving grace on that team is uh, DJ LeMahieu. And he's probably not even going to be on the team next year. So, um, or did he resign? I thought 
Nah, for whatever. They might he trade. Might have resigned. I might have heard something. Yeah, like no, resigned. he was a free agent in the offseason, I believe. Um, I don't think it's time just yet. I think if they, if somebody wants to take Stanton away from them, or, or Hicks, or uh, Gio Rochelle, like all those guys that are just like fringe, like people think they're good, but they're really not that great, um, then I think they should go ahead and do that. But don't count them out just yet. My whole thing is, like, you're stagnant, right? So you've been unable to win in the playoffs for many years, and now your season's starting off on a bad note, and if it continues, you're going to miss the playoffs, and you're just kind of, like, stagnant. So how long do you have to wait for these guys to get it in gear, you know? Well, it it takes – once you get into May, um, uh, then, like, late May – then you know what your team is. And I wouldn't sell anything out until we reach late May. Trade deadline. So that's when it starts. All right, who's next? Uh, I'll go next. Uh, Yeah, so I was looking at college football. I mean, I've been doing a lot of thinking because of the draft. And so I was finally just taking a look at the college football scene for next year. And after a long look at it, I've decided that I don't think Clemson's going to win the ACC this year. I genuinely don't. I think they depended so much on Trevor Lawrence. I remember watching their backup in his one game, and he lost. and Or he played terrible against BC, I'm pretty sure. So, I don't know. I don't buy into this team. I don't think they're all that good without – actually, I know they're very good without him. But, like, you got North Carolina with Sam Howell out there. Yep. I don't know. Is the U back? I think there's a lot of teams that can compete in that division. And I think this will be finally the year where Clemson gets toppled. Uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Cam. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head here. Um, it's obvious Florida State is, as mentioned, um, Mackenzie Milton is a stud. We watched in the spring game coming off the, the Alex injury. No doubt in my mind that FSC is going to win the ACC this year. Might go undefeated. Might win it all. So I agree here. There's no way Clemson wins the ACC because Florida State's going to win it. I'm going to go ahead and agree. Uh, UNC is a team to watch. Sam Howell is going to, going to make himself uh, known as an elite, elite quarterback. Probably win the Heisman, to be honest with you. First overall pick to the Chicago Bears next year. Um, so I agree. Tucker, could you make more noise? Uh, Dylan, I think yeah, I think Tuck's right. I'll agree too. Um, a team at like UNC is so notorious for being good. Um, they can have a bad season or two. So um, I think they'll pick it back up. Uh, all right, short and sweet take. Uh, Cameron, we might have lost Cam again. Yeah, I'm back. Can you hear me? Yeah. So, Dylan, I don't know if you know, but we were talking about football. I thought he said UNC basketball. No, he said no. Dude, what? I can't even hear because I'm so distracted by the... I thought he was talking about UNC basketball. (laughs) 
No, Tucker's third state. Been so good. He said that Clemson won't win the um, ACC in football. Oh my lanta! What? Like I got I got Tucker's going. Can't hear a word he's saying. He's got garbage bags flying all over the place. Cam starts talking about UNC because his connection's terrible, but he's really saying something else. Clemson, sure. Who cares? This is this is a bad start to the pot. A bad start. Right now. <laughs> Terrible. Cam's Cam's Wi-Fi is in the tubes. Tucker, Tucker, every time Tucker takes out a trash bag, it sounds like a nuclear bomb going off. Look, this I've is, never recorded without my headset before. It's weird. All right, uh, Cam, can you try to give us your ways to take? I sure can, and if I'm if I'm not speaking clearly, just let me know. Cut me All off. All right. Um, yeah, I got a take for you. This one is going to please the Boston folk, I believe. And it's a Celtics take. I think that um, we're going to see Isaiah Thomas back in, uh, back in the green next year. Um, there's been rumors that he's been, I don't know if it's in talks necessarily, uh, officially, but um, there's a couple teams that he's had his eye on and I think that uh, it only makes sense now that he's healed up the Celtics you know have always loved him and you know him leaving didn't really have anything to do with them not wanting him to be a part of the team I think it, it makes sense that he goes back to the Celtics when when they're kind of um, a lot would say missing something at the point guard position a lot of people are blaming their you know not same Kemba's not playing, you know, up to his potential. So I think bring back Isaiah, get a guy in the locker room who's just full attitude, you know, positive attitude. Um, I think they bring him back, and I think it will help the team out. So Isaiah going back to Boston. Uh, I hope so. I mean, I certainly hope so. Uh, they have the linked to him. I think one of three teams linked to him it was like them, Milwaukee, and somebody else were linked to him. Now that he's looking for a contract, he. You know, tried to make the most of his 10-day deal he had, and uh, I'd love to see him back off the bench. I think that'd be fantastic. He's a guy who could unite that locker room. I mean, when he was there, nobody expected those teams to win, and they did. Um, so I, I'm all for it. Bring back IT. Um, I know this is a pander pick, Cam. Uh, you told me before the episode, pander pick, need a point. Um, but you know what? I, I'm always good for, for a nice, positive Boston pick from you because it doesn't happen a lot. So, uh, Tucker, IT to the C's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would like the move. I think that it would be a really nice uh, thing to have some scoring off the bench. I don't think he is at the level anymore to be a starter on this team just because, I mean, defensively he's a little bit of a liability. But having that spark in the locker room, uh, a spark off the bench and a leader in the locker room, I think would be hugely beneficial, especially a veteran leader like that with this young team right now, I think would be super helpful to these guys. I I couldn't hear Cam. Isaiah Thomas to the Celtics uh, next year. Ooh, that's in, that's interesting. Um, is he on a contract year? Uh, he's a free agent currently. They were saying they might bring him in before the end of the year, but they don't know. Do that? Who's running the point? Uh, Campbell Walker. Oh yeah. I don't know. Not, I feel like enough. I feel like bringing uh, Isaiah back would be kind of like a weird uh, 
power situation, then that always ends poorly in the NBA. So I feel like that's a bad idea. I'm going to say no. I don't no. think it would. I think Isaiah is a team player, and I think he's going to do whatever it takes to help his team. He knows he's not what he was, you know, five years ago. So I don't think that would happen. I could get behind that for Isaiah. I'm talking about the other guys on the team. I mean, if he comes in and outplays them, then that's their problem. Yeah, I don't think they'd handle that well. That's a good point. They're divas. All right. Uh, quicker ways to take session tonight, but um, do we want to go straight into draft coverage, or do we want to talk, anything happen this week in sports we want to talk about? You skipped me again. I, I did? Oh, yeah. My bad. Go ahead. Ways to take. This is a quick one. You know, I had the hair take back in the day, the infamous hair take. We all love the hair take. Um, I'm going a similar route. I'm going beard take. So, if you think about the greatest beards in sports right now, I got a list. Julian Edelman, great beard. Charlie Black, Charlie Blackman, outfielder for the Rockies, tremendous beard. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, James Harden. I need beards on every team you're not good if, unless you don't have beards we said Wait, you're not good unless you have beards is that what you're saying yes so as a player or as a team as a team we had fear the beard back in 2013 with the red sox and i for some reason i just named four i don't think i could name four more where are the beards back in the day guys used to just be rocking gangly looking things in hockey, you got beards in the playoffs. The Yankees can't even wear beards. That's probably why they suck. So I need more beards in sports. That should be my take. That's the take. The Yankees are going to be terrible until they grow beards this year. Okay, so uh, we decided on the take. It's that. Um, uh, we decided on the take. Yes, it's the Yankees. Because they don't wear, they don't have beards. No, I said the Yankees are going to win this season once they start growing beards. They're going to change the curse, or change the whatever. All right. Um, for the bearded players, I'm, I mean, I love a good beard. Uh, I sent out a Snapchat today. Uh, my, I said I would announce it. My MLB The Show character, Luke Stone, became the all-time leading home run hitter today. Fantastic beard on him. So, uh, yeah, I'm all for it. Beards are – I've always hated that about the Yankees. I mean, remember Johnny Damon, the glorious, like, Jesus look? He's truly the save, savior in Boston, hits a couple big grannies in the playoffs, and then he goes to New York, shaves his beard, and now he's getting DUIs. I mean, so um, I'm all for the beards. Um, I hate the Yankees. Oh, we're, we're gentlemen of baseball. Come on. It's not the 1920s anymore. George Steinbrenner is dead and buried deep beneath the ground. He's rotting in hell. So – um, I'm all, I'm all for beards. Carter? You're muted. Yeah, I mean, how can you not be for beards? Playoff beards are some of the greatest stuff in sports. So, yeah, 100% in on this take, though. If your team doesn't have a designated beard guy, then it's like not having, like, a good bench guy. You just, like, you're, you, your team's not complete. You need a beard guy. Cam, you're rocking a little bit of stubble right now. What do you think? I haven't shaved in four days. <laughs> and it's, I can't grow a beard. I've never been a beard guy myself. Um, I hate the take. 
I I think the Yankees are going to be just fine without the beards. They won in 09, didn't have any beards. Won 26 others, no beards. So I think they'll be all right. Uh, not a beard guy. That's that's it. Can't grow one myself. I've I've had great success in sports. Um, so I got I got no problems with with shaving shaving up your face looking nice. All right. Uh, I love growing my beard out. My my beard turns into a little beard. Uh, Dylan I can Dylan and I can grow nice beards. Tucker, I, I haven't seen you in a full beard. I can't. Tucker can't grow a single piece of facial hair. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's rocking a little stubble right now. He's got the mutton chops. That's what happens with you, Tucker. You get the mutton chops. Yeah, it's fucking brutal. I gotta shave bad. I shaved today though, unfortunately, for this for this take, so um alright. That's wasted takes. We're done. So, um, so kind of a light week in sports. We got the draft coming up, but uh, Anthony Edwards came out, the former, the first overall pick this year uh, for the NBA, and he said, "If I had a month of training, I'd be throwing 100 miles an hour." So, first of all, factor cap uh, is: Do you think that he could do this? He was a pretty good baseball player, wasn't he? And then. How long would it take you to be able to throw 100 miles an hour? Or if you had one, no, if you had one month of training, how fast would you be able to throw? Mm. Um, so, Dill, you're the baseball guy. I'll let you lead it off. All right, this is I like I like this one. Um, currently, one sec, I have to get back to my video. Okay, there we go. Um, currently, I can't throw a baseball more than like 50 feet, so my arm's absolutely shot. Uh. I screwed up my shoulder and it's just not good. But if I could train with it out as bad as it is, off the bump, I could probably get up to like 77 and then oh for, for one. I gotta, I gotta adjust my numbers. Because, <laughs> I mean, I used to throw, I was clocked throwing from the outfield on a hop like 90, 91, and then my arm broke. And that was in, that was. In sophomore year but there's no way this guy thinks he can throw a hundred like no way i barely i bet he doesn't even know which foot to step forward he's probably gonna no he he played he was a pitcher in high school and he said right now he can throw 92 that's eight away so you don't you don't agree he can't do it I don't think I think you need to have significant training in order to if that's actually what his max is, I I bet he could bring it up in a month to like ninety five for one. Um all right, uh Tucker. I don't know what I would do, honestly. Um I'm trying to think. If I was playing baseball, so I'd say right in, if I had a month training, I'd say like High 70s is very optimistic. All right. That's me being very optimistic, but I think I can hit it. I mean, you don't got to be accurate, right? You just got to huck it. Yeah, no, he's got to huck it. So I think high 70s is reasonable enough. What do you think about Anthony Edwards? Anthony Edwards, I just love him. I love everything he's been doing lately. I had no idea who A-Rod was when A-Rod bought the Timberwolves. And now is going public saying that A-Rod and J-Lo need to get back together. 
and then he's saying that he can throw 100 miles per hour. He's just a character, and I'm a huge fan of him. So, yeah, I'm sure he can throw 100. He probably could throw 110 if he really put his mind to it. What did he say before the draft that, like, people were freaking out? He's like, I don't even like basketball or something like that. Yeah, oh, oh, something about a rap. Oh, if his rap career popped off, he'd just quit basketball. <laughs> That's the one. Oh, um, <laughs> just... Could Edwards throw 100 miles an hour, and how fast could you throw? First off, how are you this stud baseball pitcher in high school? What, three years ago? And you don't know who A-Rod is. But you yeah, love facts. Oh, wow, I even think about that. Yeah, so that's first things first. This guy's full of it. If he lies about that, he's lying about this. I think he clocks in at 86, tops. Give him a month, I don't care. Throw his arm out, ruin his career, get back to mumper rapping. Don't like the guy. Cam doesn't like the guy. Okay. As much space. Uh, no, but this is this is um. Okay. Don't bring. Oh. We're losing you like crazy. Can you hear me? Yeah. How fast would you throw? Hello now. So, I think right now I could probably hit sixty. Um, I would say I'm going sixty-nine. Nice. Nice. <laughs> okay, so my whole thing with this is I went and threw a baseball with Dylan a couple weeks ago for the first time in probably two years, and I was all over the place. I couldn't, I could not throw it to his glove from 15 feet away. I was over his head, into the dirt, everywhere. After a while, I could, I could hit a target, but um, it's harder than you think to just pick back up a baseball and throw it. Like when you're, when you're a youngster and you're playing every spring. It's not that much of a difference every spring. You know, you still really know. Two years for me without throwing a ball was like trying. I had to learn how to throw again. And um, so no chance this kid can hit 100. He's full of it. Not a baseball guy um, because he doesn't know who A-Rod is. I agree with Cam. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say that I would throw – geez, Tucker, you really threw me off because I was going to originally say 78. And now that Dylan said 77, no chance. And you say high 70s, I'll go 73. I say I'll, I would hit 73 miles an hour. That's a that's a complete guess. I have no idea. Tucker, are you trying to say something? You're muted. My only benchmark that I have is that sometimes I do like the pitching thing at like, you know, when they have like the radar guns. And I throw like high 60s in those. Okay. So I think with a month of training, I could do high 70s. Ten mile an hour, though, is, is a lot to gain in a month. Yeah, but going from not playing baseball at all to, like, training for a full-on month, I think I could get – I think the amount that I'd gain that month would be pretty high. I think if I didn't care about how bad it was going to hurt and I just did one, I could – I think I could maybe get up to 80. But that would – it would be like I need to take a month break after that. Okay. So it is draft season, and we continue our draft coverage. Uh, Cam wanted to do a 15-pick uh, mock draft. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to start with the top 15 picks. Um, Dill, there's a great website, thedraftnetwork.com. You can make a mock draft as you go. That's my plan. Um, but we will go through the first half of the first round, and then next week we'll have an updated, you know, if anything happens – um, an updated board, and we'll we'll update our picks. So uh, let's go pick by pick. Pick number one, Tucker. 
What are you doing? Uh, Trevor Lawrence, easy pick. I don't think any, I don't think anyone in the world is thinking they're gonna take anyone else. Uh, Cam, who you got for number one pick? T Law. All right. Uh, I am also doing Trevor Lawrence uh, for the first pick to the Jaguars. Dylan, are you gonna separate here or no? No. All right. Um. Okay. Pick number two to the Jets. Tucker. Zach Wilson. Uh. I'm not sure he's the second-best quarterback in the draft, but I think the Jets are basically – I mean, they're not even going to anyone's pro days at this point. So I think they're all but sold on Zach Wilson. All right. Uh, Cam, pick number two. I also have Zach Wilson. I also have Zach Wilson at number two to the Jets. Dylan, are you with us? Yeah, Um Zach Wilson. Okay. Uh, all right. Pick number three. This is where it gets a little more interesting, I think. Tucker? Yeah. Unfortunately, I have Mac Jones here. Let's uh, go. I didn't. I mean, I don't want him here. I don't think he belongs here. But I think that San Francisco likes what they see in him, and they're going to take him. All right. Um, Cam, number three. Yeah, I'm sticking with Justin Fields. I I really don't think Mac Jones go here goes here. Um, I don't know how this would have gotten leaked. I I heard something that uh, 49ers are one of the most quiet teams in the league, notoriously even in the past few seasons about not you know letting other people know. Um, obviously, Shefty's Shefty knows everything, I guess, but uh, I don't trust it here. I think they go Fields. All right, um, number three, Mac Jones, most NFL-ready QB in the class. He's going to step right in and uh, take over. Dill, number three. I'm sticking with Cam on this one. I'm going Justin Fields. Uh, all right, number four, uh, the Falcons. Tucker, this is a pick that might move, but right now it's yeah. the Falcons. So. Uh, right now with the Falcons there, I have uh, – Kyle Pitts, I just think at this point, and I know they have some issues to deal with, but if they hold this pick, you've got to take the best player on the board. I think that's Kyle Pitts here. I, they don't really – they need to work on their defense, but I think that no one player in this draft is going to fix their defense, and there's no really superstar defensive player, so you've got to go with Kyle Pitts, who might be the best player in this entire draft. Cameron. Am I allowed to trade? No. Yeah, that was a question I had. Whatever. Go ahead. No, I'll, keep it, I'll keep it with the Falcons. Um, I have the Falcons taking Lance. I think I think they got to go. I mean, if you're in this spot, you can take Pitts. You can keep building around Matt Ryan, who's got two good years left, and he's really a garbage-time quarterback if you think about it. All his yards are not in clutch moments. So... I I'd say you gotta you gotta start thinking towards the future. I think they take Trey if they don't trade out. They should take me. I'd be a, a valuable asset. But um, yeah, no, I got Kyle Pitts going here. Uh, they got good receivers. They got a good quarterback. You know, they need to start thinking about it. But it's not a, pr- a super pressing issue. Uh, you get that tight end. Maybe it takes you to the next level. Um, so yeah, I'm sticking with Kyle Pitts. Do they still have uh, Gurley? Uh, yes. Okay, well, so that would be a great offense. I mean, as long as 
Matty Ice can get it to him. They're straight. All right, uh, Dylan, number four. I'm going with Cam again, Trey Lance. I think the Falcons need a quarterback, and I don't think Trey Lance is the guy, but I think they're going to pick him anyway. Well, that's what these teams usually do. They don't pick the guy. Uh, Tucker, number five. I got Penny Sewell here. Dear God, if they take a wide receiver instead of getting a tackle or guard here, I think tackle's where they're going to go. But if they go, if they don't fix their offensive line this offseason, I'll lose my mind. Because this team, like, had an amazing quarterback that got screwed out of an entire season, could have lost his whole career based off the fact they didn't want to protect him. So you got to take Penny here in the draft. Cam? I also have Penny Suell. I I just think that Burrow and Jamari Chase would just be... Oh, it would be awesome. It would be awesome. And I think, honestly, this pick might be, like, he might have a little bit of say in it. Like, how much do you trust that you're going to be able to score touchdowns with this guy, but not a guy to block for you? So I think the right move here is to go offensive lineman, but I wouldn't be too upset as a Bengals fan to get Chase. Yeah, Panesu is the the pick. I mean, the classic Bengals move would be to take a wide receiver here. Think that the, you know, and if Burrow doesn't speak up for himself and say, hey, I need to be able to move back there and not die. I mean, I said last year from the jump that he was going to have trouble because he didn't have an offensive line. And, you know, he ends up tearing his ACL and almost lose, ripping his leg off. And uh, so, I mean, it's where you have to see if that's going to be a problem moving forward. But you got to protect him. I think that's got to be your main focus for the next couple of years. And then worry about getting the pieces around him. Uh, let him develop and get him some protection. So, Penesu will pick. Dylan, number five. I'm also going pasta de penne on this one. <laughs> All right. Uh, number six, Doc. Uh, number six, uh, Jamar Chase is finally coming off the board. Uh, the Dolphins definitely need a wide receiver two across from uh, Devontae Parker. They don't really have much in their receiving core, and I think if you're going to give Tua a shot to know if he's the guy or not, you need to give him one more weapon on that team before you write him off as a bust. So I say they definitely go wide receiver this year. Yeah, Tucker, they did get Will, for, Will for Fuller on a one-year deal. Oh, sh- all right. Well, that screws everything up. But they, uh, sh- I know what? Switch it up. They're going with Rashawn Slater with the sixth pick. I know they need a tackle. Rashawn Slater's been moving up the draft boards. People have even been saying he might be better than Penne. So I'm going to take Rashawn Slater at that pick. Cameron? Well, it's an easy one for me, Kyle Pitts. I still got him on my board. Um, you don't like Kasiki? I like Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Will Fuller has not proven himself as a as a solid, you know, he's an all right two-slot guy. Devontae's been playing well. Just Kasiki's decent, but Just I mean, say, Kyle okay. Pitts is on the board, and you don't have one of the top 15 best tight ends in the league anyway. I mean, you got him on both. Both ends, Pitts lines up, Kusecki does the blocking and out routes. <clears throat> Easy pick here. Uh, yep, I actually think it's going to be Jamar Chase. I agree with Cam that, uh, Will Fuller hasn't proven himself. He's been injury prone. Um, and Jamar Chase, like I said last week, is a freak. Uh, just kind of fits that mold um, of a wide receiver, you know, a big physical wide receiver. 
So I'm going Jamar Chase. I think that'll help out Tua. Uh, Dylan, six. I'm going Jamar, Sin Lamar, Jamar, Sin Lamar. Chase for uh, six pick here. All right, talk seven to the Lions. Yeah, I'm going to try. Uh, oh, with seven to the Lions, I will now be having Jamar Chase come off my board. Are you uh, all this, up now, huh? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm having to completely redo it from scratch right now. But, um, I, I mean, Jamar Chase is an incredible. I think he's the best wide receiver in this class. I don't think there's – I mean, everyone has a case for everyone, but I think every – I think every draft, mock draft I've seen has had Jamar Chase the first off the board. This team desperately needs one losing Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones this year. Did they end up losing Marvin Jones? I'm not sure, but they lost Kenny know. Galladay. I so think they, I think they, des- they desperately need a wide receiver, and Jamar Chase has got to be that guy for them. If they don't take a wide receiver, they're just basically calling this season over. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, Okay, go ahead. Jamar, Jamar's the guy. Uh, Marvin Jones on the Jags now, so Trevor Lawrence got him. Um, Jamar, yeah, it's it's an easy pick here. They they lost their best two wide receivers. Both were pretty darn good too. So they got T.J. Hawkinson and whoever else. Poor Jared Goff, <laughs> they're gonna freeze. Um, but yeah, Jamar Chase, easy pick. Um, so I already have Jamar Chase off my board, so I'm going with Jalen Waddle. I think they do go to wide receiver, get the two fast guy, and uh, Waddle's that two fast guy. So, uh, you know, maybe Goff will be able to throw it deep to him. Who knows? Dell, number seven. I also have Jalen Waddle. I feel like with the last name Waddle, he's not going to have a good stint in the NFL, but the Lions do need a wide receiver. All right, uh, this is where it starts to get a little more interesting, I feel, with these next couple picks, but number eight to the Panthers, Tucker. Yeah, I got another wide receiver coming off the board. Um, I got Devontae Smith here. Um, I think the Panthers, I mean, I thought going into this draft, it, I mean, into the offseason, I thought they were going to take QB here, but after acquiring Sam Darnold and still having Teddy Bridgewater under contract, I really can't see them adding a third QB right now. So, I mean, their second biggest need right now, I think, is wide receiver. Um, I mean, they have a decent core. Well, they No, it's just DJ Moore now, right? Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. I don't think either of those guys are definitive. DJ Moore is a low-end wide receiver one. Um, So... I think they're definitely going to take a wide receiver here. I think Devontae Smith gives you everything you want in a receiver. So, yeah. Uh, Cam. I got Rashawn Slater coming off the board here. They need an offensive line to protect their uh, potential new starting quarterback, Sam Darnold. Offensive line is something that he has really struggled with. Uh, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson are fine. I think that's that's more than he's ever had in New York. He actually had Robbie Anderson. They played well together. Um, having DJ Moore as a threat and someone to throw to out of the backfield literally whenever you want, uh, you just got to protect those guys now. And Rashawn Slater's the, the next best guy to do that. So when I was making this, I totally forgot about that trade. So I'll adjust next week, but I had them taking fields here. I still don't know if you can trust Darnold. Uh, I think this is a pick that might move. 
um, you know, to a team needing a quarterback willing to move up. But I'm going to just go ahead and stick with my guns here and say Fields here. Uh, you got two bum quarterbacks there. Maybe this guy can pop for you, sit behind Donald for a second or Bridgewater or whoever. I don't know. But why not bring in another guy, uh, you know, People seem to be high on this field kid, so he could be, you know, once in a generation talent. So why pass him up just because you got a bum uh, on the sidelines for you? But uh, I don't love it. I probably will change it next week if I end up with this pick or, you know, whatever we do. Um, so I'll stick with it for now. Fields to the Panthers. Dylan? I got Rashawn Slater with Cameron. I'm the only one taking a quarterback. I look like a bum. Yeah, I, I just uh, – I, I had – DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson in fantasy and the Carolina was like one of the only other teams besides the Pats that I kind of watched simply because I had both of their receivers. Um, that O line got torched. So I really think that they need, uh, this guy. That's the only pick that I have any sort of knowledge about. <laughs> Some insight from Dylan. Uh, all right. Tucker number nine to the Denver Broncos. Number nine. I got, I think Justin Fields will end up as a Denver Bronco. I just think he'll probably be taken earlier. So I kind of did this based off of what I think trades will happen. So I think Justin Fields will be a Denver Bronco, but I have him going at nine to the Broncos. But I could honestly see Denver trading up to like four or seven to get this pick. All right. Uh, Kip? Yeah, so I had Denver trading up initially too and we kind of cross that off the board uh i think that this is where matt jones goes off the board i think they'll bring him in denver he'll be awful and they'll regret it but they need a quarterback i i still like drew lock but <laughs> everything i'm hearing nobody else does so i think they'll take mac here and it's kind of hopeful hopeful thinking for me too because i don't want them to take giants pick away but uh mac jones to the broncos um, so since I took fields off, uh, I like that Mac Jones pick can. That's interesting. Cause they like their white pocket passing QBs. Elway loves that. Um, might be a little short for Elway though. He needs a guy that's like six, nine, but, uh, I'm going to go with Trey Lance here. They need a quarterback. He's the last of the big quarterbacks left on the board for me. Um, again, I don't love my picks now cause I totally forgot about that Darnold trade, but, uh, I, I tend to agree with Tucker that I think fields goes here. Um, so I'm going to go ahead with uh, Trey Lance here. Dylan? I'm going first linebacker off the board here. Makai Parsons. Micah. Yeah, that's what I said. Makai. What's the reasoning behind that, Dylan? They don't need a quarterback? I don't. I think Drew Locke's the guy. I think he's got good hair, and uh, he's tall. So... I think he's going to be a good quarterback in the league years to come. He just needs a good linebacker on the defensive side of the ball. That's it. All right. Um, number 10 to the, to the boys. Talk. Yeah, I got Patrick Sertan going here. Um, their secondary needs a ton of work. I mean, we saw last year that their defense just couldn't stop anything. Uh, I think Patrick Sertan is, I mean, he's thought of as one of, if not the best defensive player in this draft. So, it's a great spot for them to take them um, because everyone else is working on their offense. Being able to get the best defense player on the board at 10 is a huge thing for the boys, and I think they definitely don't need any more help on offense. So definitely take Patrick here. 
Cam. Yeah, Sertain's the pick here. Um, they need they need a DB, and this guy's from Alabama. I mean, Jerry Jones is just going to take him. It's it's just going to happen. I mean, there's nobody from Texas that's going this early, so he's going with another Southern school. It's got to be Sertain, one of the best DBs in the world. Uh, draft. I heard JC Horn's stock is going up, but uh, I don't know if he'll be the he'll be the guy here. Certain. All right. Uh, I also have certain Tucker. I can't hear myself think. I also have certain. Um, I agree. Good good defensive player. This is a draft where a lot of defensive players are going to slip a little bit here into this mid round. So uh, I like to pick there. Uh, Dylan. I also have certain. The second. The sequel. Uh, all right. Number 11 for Cam's Giants, and we got some uh, interesting players left on the board. But, Tuck, who you got? I got them taking Micah Parsons here. I just think this is low enough where you have to take him at this point. Um, I think the Giants have a lot of needs, honestly, right now. And I think linebacker is a big one to fix the defense. I think having a great linebacker like that would be great for them. Cameron. Yeah, Micah, Micah Parsons, I need it to happen. I really, truly do. Um, there's no offensive tackle I take here. There's no offensive lineman I take here. If Slater and Sewell are both gone, you got to go with a defensive guy. Um, he's not an edge rusher, but we got Williams back. We got Dexter Lawrence on the other side. I think if you add Micah to the, the equation, who can rush the passer, but can also play that linebacker's position next to Blake Martinez, I think we're going to be dangerous, and Giants have always been, you know, heavy on their defense. That's when they're at their best. So I think we got to take Parsons if he's there. I got an interesting one here. Um, I got them taking Devonta Smith, Devonte Smith, um, Heisman winner. Uh, you know, they picked up Galladay, so they got a little help. But I couldn't tell you one guy last year was Golden Tate still on the team last year. Like who was catching passes for the Giants last year? Sterling Shepard, Darius Slay. Yes. I actually don't hate their receiving core. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe I don't. I don't love this pick either. Um, but I, I made the pick. So Devonte Smith, Heisman winner to New York. Uh, Dill. If it makes you feel any better, Trey, I also have Devonte Smith. It does make me feel better. Thank you. Um, all right, twelve to the Eagles. Tucker. Uh, yeah, I got Jalen Waddle going here. Uh, this team needs a wide receiver still. They can never have them. I think that Jalen Lowell, because he's going to the Eagles, will probably be a bust. But you have to take the wide receiver here unless you're going the QB route. But it seems like they're going to roll with, um, oh, my God, why can't I remember his name? Jalen Waddle. J- Jalen Hurts. Oh. It looks like they're going to run with Jalen Hurts this year. So uh, I think they have to go with Jalen Waddle. Uh, Cameron. So, yeah, this is a toss-up for me. I actually – I have Devonta Smith going to the Eagles. I think it could be Waddle or Smith. Uh, Hertz played with both of them, I believe, when he was at Bama. Uh, I think it's Smith. I just think he's the better the better receiver, and I still have him on the board. So, But, like I said, it could go either way. Devonta, though. Yeah, yeah. I like Devonta here better than where my pick was, but, you know, I did it. And Michael Parsons, I think they need some help on defense. Um, I think you let – you know, you just took a wide receiver last year. Maybe he can pan out. He wasn't, you know, he showed some flashes here and there last year. So 
I think you uh, kind of put the offense on the back burner for right now. You got a new quarterback anyway, so we might have to see if that flushes out. You work on your defense, you get the, one of the better linebackers available in Michael Parsons. Um, but uh, Dylan, I got pick at number twelve. Have got, you have you moved Pitts yet, or is he still on the board? He's still on the board. I got a I got a crazy one for you. Number twelve coming in. I got Mac Jones to the Eagles. Wow. It's a perfect place for a kind of chubby guy to play, uh, right in good old Philly. Um, I think I don't think Hertz is a guy. I think they're gonna take a shot at Jones because I have him still on the board. Your what hurts? All right, number thirteen, Chargers pick, Tucker. Uh, yeah, I got Christian Darisaw here. I think they have to take. Whatever tackler guard is still on the board, um, I just I'm not sh- like this team desperately needs help on the offensive line. They don't want to go through a situation like the Bengals went through last year. And I think regardless of what happens in this draft, they're planning on taking a tackle. Cameron, so I think they have a rather complete team, honestly, outside of that. I disagree here. Um, I think they're going defense. I think they're going um, J.C. Horn. <laughs> um, I don't love their defensive backfield right now. They got Derwin James at safety, who's, who's balling out. But um, I think I think there's too many good corners for them to settle for the potentially third best lineman. I mean, it's it's really Stuhl, Slater, and then you know there's there's a break in between. So I think. They're going to go best player on the board in this situation. Maybe they they trade back, honestly. Um, but I got J.C. Horn. All right. I got Rashawn Slater here simply because he's left on my board. I agree with Tucker. You know, you got the quarterback. Now you need to beef up the line. Um, so Slater is one of the better tackles, and uh, they'll take him here. Uh, Bill? Um, I have the guy you just wanted me to get rid of last time, uh, Kyle Pitts, tight end. Interesting. Holy shit. I mean, they just lost Hunter Henry, so if he falls to him, I'm sure they'd be pumped. It's interesting, Dale. I, I don't think it'll happen, but it's interesting. All right, number 14, uh, Tucker. Yeah, here um, I'm going for O-line help. Uh, shoot. Where's my board? Oh, no. Nope, it's still there. Uh, I have them taking Christian Barrymore. There's a team that desperately needs help on the D-line, so... Getting a guy like Barrymore out there, I think, makes them a contender if they can get some more pressure on QBs, which is one of their biggest problems last year. So Vikings, are, I think, take a D-lineman here. And Christian Barrymore is honestly the only one I can think of. Besides uh, Pay. Cam. Yeah, no, I actually haven't taken Pay. So... I agree, D-line needs help, but Bearmore's more of a – he's actually the only D-tackle I even know in this draft. And they just got Dalvin Tomlinson from the Giants to play D-tackle, and they just got rid of their D-end to the Giants. So I think they're taking an edge rusher here. Um, I think it's going to be Quiddy Pay. He's the best one on the board. Um, I mean, Minnesota, Michigan, not too far away. Uh, yeah, I have Quiddy Pay as well. I almost went with Jalen Phillips, but uh, I think Quiddy Pay's got a little bit of the edge on him just because Phillips was hurt so much in college. 
Um, so I do think they need help rushing the quarterback, and that's why they're going to go edge here. Uh, Dale. Um, I am going to go with a cornerback, J.C. Horn. All right. I don't hate it. I honestly don't hate that pick there. All right, last pick for tonight, and one of the most interesting, the New England Patriots. Looks like those big quarterbacks are gone. So, Tucker, what are you going to do here if you're the Pats? Incorrect, Trey. Did I leave a quarterback for the Patriots? Absolutely. I got Trey Lance falling to the Patriots. I think that they actually, again, this is another one that I think more than likely they move up and take QB, whether it be Mac Jones, Trey Lance, or uh, Justin Fields is up to what the guys above them pick, specifically the top three. But um, we'll see what happens. But I think the Patriots definitely get a QB in this draft. Cameron. Tell me something other than that, please. Patriots love their connections to Alabama. They're going to take Jalen Waddle. I still have wow. on the board. I think that the Patriots, if this is the case, I think they either take Jalen Waddle or they move back in the draft. Maybe you can take, like, Caleb Farr. I, I mean, I don't know. Um, I, I think Waddle's probably the best bet. They have no wide receiver help. Aguilar, who knows with that guy. And they got two you know, tight ends that they picked up. But other than that, I don't know how much help they're getting. Jalen Waddle could be a guy that comes in and just makes an impact immediately covering that slot position for, for Adelman. Um, I, I mean, that's got to be the pick if I'm them. So, Tucker, I hate the Trey Lance pick. I don't know why people think he's good. He's going to be a bum. He hasn't played in 18 years. Cam, you're closer with they might trade down. Don't think they're taking wide receiver. They just signed two yeah, they just signed wide receivers. You know, they've got Jacoby Myers. They've got that bum, Nikhil Harry. This is going to be another boring Belichick pick. If he doesn't trade it down, he's going to take somebody on defense. They lost Edelman. Edelman wasn't, they weren't planning to have Edelman. So Edelman wasn't there anyways. Um, if they're going to find their another wide receiver, it's going to be later. This is going to be a boring pick. They're going to take Jeremiah owusu Kamora. The linebacker out of Notre Eight Dame. Bad. They're going to take Eight a linebacker, bad. or they're going to take an edge rusher. So that's what it's going to be. And I'd prefer uh, an edge rusher, honestly. They need to build up that that linebacking core. They got a bunch of old guys in there. Jawan Bentley's not panning out. Um, you lost Landon Roberts. You know, you just got what's his name this year. You get Kyle Van Noy and uh, yeah, Matt Judon. He's like an edge rusher. Isn't he? He's like we a got, hybrid linebacker. We got Judon. We got um, Hightower. Kyle Van Noy. We got Dante Hightower, and we got Josh Uche, who had a really good year. Yeah, this is a future pick, though. This isn't a pick that's going to help him right now. It's a boring Belichick pick. He loves his first-round defensive picks. If he's going to take a player in the first round, it's going to be a defensive player. So it's going to be Jeremiah Owosu Kamora, linebacker under Notre Dame. Dylan. Yeah, which is insane because I have the same pick. Um, I think if the Pats don't trade up, like you said, Belichick likes to get these defensive guys. Like he's like it'd be so perfect. He's just gonna get our quintessential Belichick. He's gonna get a linebacker out of Notre Dame, a guy you've never heard of. I'm a guy. I'm linebacker in the middle of the first round. Yeah. Whatever. It's I I I just have very little faith in this team in drafting in the past ten years. So. But, you know, maybe they'll make a splash. I would love to see them try to move up and, you know, grab one of those quarterbacks. I hope not Lance. I would actually 
I, I wouldn't be as upset with Fields as I would with Lance. I do not want that guy at all. Um, but all right, that's our first our mock draft point five. We'll call it not even one because it was only half the first round. Next week, what we're gonna do is we're just gonna rotate picks, you know, one through four, and we'll go to the end of the end of the first round. And you know, if you were planning on draft someone, he gets taken. Too bad. Make adjustments on the fly, like we're GMs. All right, let's move on to the list, guys. Uh, got an interesting list, guys, this week. We got rappers, specifically favorite rappers. There was some contention, best rappers ever, favorite rappers. I think it ended up being a mixture of both, but uh, I definitely know mine aren't my – I wouldn't put this down my list as the greatest rappers of all time. While some of them would be on there, um, it is not my my top, you know, best rappers of all time. It's my favorite, but I think that's kind of the consensus here. So, Dylan, why don't you go ahead and lead it off? Oh God, number, number five. five. Um, number five. I'm going to classic. Uh, Biggie Smalls, number five. Uh, I'll go next because I have Biggie number five as well. Um, I enjoy Biggie's music. Wish he was still around to make some. Hell of a story. Changed the rap game, in my opinion. Kind of made way for these New York rappers that got big, Jay Z. Um, so I I have Biggie number five. Some classic bangers. Good party music. Um, but unfortunately, you know, if, if I was to make a greatest of all time, he'd probably be number one. Um, but here he's coming at number five for me just cause I like other people's music more. I don't know. Uh, Tucker, number five. Uh, number five, I have Lil Wayne. Um, Ugh. he just has some of my favorite songs, I think overall. And I like, while doing this list, I was like, I can't leave Lil Wayne off of it. So he sneaks onto my list just because. It felt almost disrespectful to the amount of flow I have listened to to leave him off. His voice is a little grainy to me. I think that's why I don't like his music too much. A little it hurts my ears a little bit, my sensitive ears. Okay, on number five. Sorry, trying to unmute. Um, number five, I'm going with a fellow that we all know personally, know him very well. His name is uh, Drake. And we we call his name often when the game's uh you know game's pretty much far from over. Far from over. Uh yeah, Drake. So Drake, rapping wise, he's just catchy. He's got a nice smooth voice. His songs are catchy, but he's also a little he's he's five and not higher up because he's just a little bit too a little bit too soft to be considered you know rapper just just strict rapper. But nonetheless, he's good at what he does, and he's catchy, and he's inspirational, all that jazz. Uh, I understand that criticism. Uh, Dill, number four. Number four, for me, I am going probably lower than what you guys say. I'm going Jay-Z, number four. I like Jay-Z's music. I only really like it because Trey liked it so much in high school that I listened to it so much. Um, I didn't actually, didn't really like the be- his beginning stuff, um, but middle of the road, uh, his stuff got like significantly better in my opinion. He actually like listened to the lyrics. His stuff is kind of interesting as opposed to other guys that are just like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, Okay, my number four is going to be Kanye. Kanye would have been higher here, but he's a full-blown crazy person now, which is very sad. But uh, his early stuff, man, early Kanye, before 2013 Kanye, uh, 
unbelievable. Uh, college dropout, graduation, uh, 808s and heartbreak, watched the throne. Um, just bangers after bangers, you know, has a great verse on uh, forever. Um, I mean, so many things. Now he's a crazy person, kind of hate it, don't like his new stuff. That gospel album he put out like two years ago was absolute trash. Uh, get it out of here. Even Life of Pablo had some all right moments, but the rest of it seemed kind of meh. Um, so uh, I miss the old Kanye, but Kanye is my number four. Tucker? Yeah, number four, I have Kendrick. Um, Kendrick just, I remember Kendrick was when I first really got, uh, he was one of my first when I really got into rap. Kendrick has some of the best songs. I just think it's so. What? That's when you first got into rap and it shows. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, but Kendrick's, I don't know, he's one of my favorites. He's had some of my favorite albums. And I just think in terms of a rapper, he's one of the highest quality that I listen to. He's all right. Uh, I see. Yeah, this is only a good album, in my opinion. Um, but go ahead, Cam. Um, all right, my number four, I don't know if anyone else is going to have this. I got J. Cole. Uh, yeah. J. Cole. You said Drake's too singy? Bro, J. Cole doesn't sing. Who Drake literally sings. Work out, uh, work out J. Cole's got some, got some bars, and lyrically, he's, he's tremendous, and he's a guy that's been doing it for a while. He doesn't rush out albums, he doesn't, you know, he just does his thing, and, um, I don't know, I love J. Cole, always, always have. And he's he's still putting out decent music. He's got awesome features as well. So J Cole. Um. All right, Dell. Number three. Number three. I'm gonna go with a classic. When I think of rap, I think of this man. I'm going Snoop Dogg. Ooh. Not my taste preference in particularly. Um. I don't like that. Kind of slower. Well, West, I'm not a big West Coast rap guy. I'm I'm going with it for two reasons. One, I do like some of his stuff. Um, the old stuff or just his old songs are just kind of classic. Um, but just as a character, as a persona, Snoop Dogg is an icon, especially in the rap game, obviously. So putting him at number so three my, is a great pick for me. Yeah, my number three is going to be Riff Rap, the neon icon. Oh god, nah, I'm just kidding. It's not going to be Riff Rap. Uh, my number three is actually Drake. Um, I know this is kind of a soft pick here because he is soft, but the guy's consistent. Just puts out bops over and over, releases music all the damn time. Every other month, there's a new Drake album out, and there's at least one song on there you can dance to or, you know, rap along to. Um, just he's just consistent, man, and that's what that's what, kind of what I say to come back to these people who are like Drake's soft. He's not gonna rap or blah blah blah. He's a ghostwriter. I'm like, but he just puts out music all the time. It's always good. Um, he also, one of the greatest uh, clapbacks ever, back-to-back, and uh, charged up. Love those songs. He did get exposed by Pusha T, but, you know, that a good song came out of that. So I'm going with Drake, just consistently good and consistently fun to, like, listen to and play at parties and stuff like that. So um, doesn't matter if he's rapping hard or if he's, you know, a little more singing with it. I still like it. So... Uh, as soft as it is, I'm taking Drake number three. Talk. Had to put Eminem somewhere on my list. Three felt like the right spot to put him. I love Eminem. Probably I know more Eminem songs. No, actually I don't. But I mean, 
I'm not talking about new Eminem. New Eminem has a couple of good songs, but old Eminem was like peak. Cam, you got beef with that? What do you got for number three? I'm fine with number three. As long as it's on the new list, I'll, I'll take it. Um, <clears throat> three, I got Lil Wayne, uh, Wheezy. Um, just one of those guys has always, always been out there. I don't think he makes music anymore, to be honest with you. He features a little bit. But he hasn't put out his, his own stuff in a while. Uh, but like Tucker said, I mean, six foot, seven foot, lollipop. Um, Amelia. Amelia. All those songs are just are, are just bangers. And you can say what you want about his voice. I I think it's it's funny. I think it's good. It's, it sounds better. At least you can still understand him better than the mumble rappers we hear today. So I I love Lil Wayne. I think he honestly he's he's dumb dumber than bricks, but he is not afraid to just go out there and he was on uh, like a talk show and like a, a news station talking about politics and he was on the Masked Singer. I mean, dude's all over the place. Love him. How Love do you him. not know it's him immediately on the Masked Singer? I think I think oh, I could tell. He was, the, he was the first one to get kicked off. Everybody yeah. knows. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. All right. Number, thir- number two, Dale. Uh, number two for me, I'm going Eminem. Um, like Tuck said, old stuff, classic. Even his new stuff, kind of okay. Uh, like the most recent one, probably back in like 2011, when he did some, I forget who it was with. But I find myself not listening to rap often, but if I do, most of the time it's Eminem. All right, my number two is going to be Jay-Z. Now, the reason he's not my number one is because he's pretty much wrapped it up his career. Um, so, but Jay-Z, man, consistent, great, <coughs> just over and over putting out good music. And the, he's the greatest lyricist of all time, ready to say that. He's probably close to, uh, I actually probably might put him over Biggie at this point um, with his career. I mean, The Blueprint, Watch the Throne, I'm just blanking on the other names of his albums, but um, he is fantastic. You can listen to a song over like five times and every time you get a new meaning in his lyrics, like there's a different take on his lyrics. Um, he's got some good beefs over the years, you know, the Nas beef, he kind of got exposed a little bit, but he still clapped back pretty hard. Um, married to Beyonce, legend of the game. Um, got a verse on Umbrella, kind of found Rihanna, brought her up. Um, you know, he's a businessman. So, uh, yeah, Jay-Z is my number two. Used to be my number one. Had to fall back a little bit. So, uh, cause he's done, but he is probably the GOAT, actually. I'm ready to say GOAT, Jay-Z. Tucker? Yep. So, um, you guys are about to get mad at me. My number two is Chance. That's such I a, I knew love it. Chance. I mean, it, it was, so I never happened. liked anything more. I think Acid Rap's probably my favorite favorite album uh coloring book was very good i've seen chance live three separate times so yeah i had to get chance way up there on my list i have chance at two i mean i can't get mad at it because it's personal preference but i don't like i like think i like two chance songs maybe not for me Um, i haven't do enough chance yet i have he's too like life of pablo away from kanye no, we didn't. To the point that Kanye wouldn't even let... Did you know there was another Chance track? That was I heard the other banger. Chance track. It was fine. And, it was, and K- 
Kanye did was like, if I put this song on it too, it'll be known as Chance the Rapper's album featuring Kanye. Did he quote? Was he quoted as saying that, or is that you a conversation? You That's me. That's me quoting for Kanye. Uh, all right, Cam number two. I got. First off, let me say I like Chance. I've seen him live. Um, it was it was decent. It, it reminded me of like a Muppet show a little bit because I saw. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I, I saw my rap concert. His, his coloring book tour. Um, he, he's he's fine. He's freshman yeah, year. Yeah, the rap tour was bad, and the coloring book tour. I will say. I mean, freshman year, he definitely he brings back some nostalgia for me. Um, I'm also Trey. Jay Z being the greatest lyricist of all time is an absolute joke, and I'm just going to tell you he's not on my list. I don't care. Um, anyway, number two, I got Fifty Cent. This is a definitely personal preference. I doubt any of you have him on your list, but um, someone I grew up listening to all the time, neck and neck, hand in hand with with uh, Eminem growing up. Hated or love it, might be top ten favorite songs of all time. I mean that just bangs, and he's he's on the woo, so he's still kind of making music a little bit. Um, you can't play me a fifty song that I won't listen to the whole thing through and have a great time doing it. I mean, Jay Z is a better rapper than Fifty Cent, so you just kind of destroyed your own argument with your pick there. But go favorite, ahead. favorite, yeah, whatever. Um, all right, Bill, number now, one. I'm gonna say a couple things. I like Fifty Cent. Um, with as Cam, he's like an honorable mention for me. Tucker, uh, Chance. I think I've listened to maybe one Chance song ever once. I literally, I literally don't, I literally don't know. I don't know one. Um, number one for me, I'm going Kanye Weast. Um, so the reason behind this pick again is I stopped listening to rap, um, back in like early high school. So the last memories I have are like old, tremendously good Kanye. So those are the ones that come to mind. Um, and Trey, you're talking earlier about his descent into craziness and I think that just adds to the persona. I think he's a crazy person. He's got lyrics up the wazoo. He might be more intelligent than everybody else, but he's just an insane person now. He might be. So I like. I think there's something crazy going on in his brain. I think he's got some inter, triple, fourth dimension, uh, crazy uh, synapses going on in his brain that I, nobody else can understand. So I'm going Kanye number one. Um, love it or hate it. All right, my number one, you all know it's coming. Hate to do it. Lowe's Evert, uh, my favorite rapper out there right now. Um, struggled with this one for a long time back in like 2018 when he first started kind of like dropping. He, uh, he, to me, he just, his, his, his cadence and his beats and his voice and like the way he attacks the music is just like different to me. And, I, I hate to sound corny, but EXO Tour Life changed changed my life. Like that song was like is insane to me. I I never wanted to put anything above Paris on Watch the Throne is my favorite song of all time. But that's my favorite song of all time now. EXO Tour Life. I listen to it like four times a week probably. Um, and then he dropped part two to it in, uh, last year, which was nuts. I just think he's the hottest out there right now. Everything he makes is pretty good. Sounds good to me at least. Everything he makes sounds good to me. Uh, you might say he's a little bit of a mumble rapper, but I can understand what he's rapping. I understand what he's saying. 
Um, I don't know if it's just because I've listened to him so much, but uh, right now, Lowe's is best out there. Definitely not the greatest of all time. Not saying that at all. Um, but he's probably top 25 all time. I'm ready to say it already. Um, but that's my pick. Lowe's Vert number one. Tucker? I got Kanye as my number one. Um, I mean, I've had so much fun listening to Kanye throughout the years. Uh, I know he's fallen off recently, but you got to look at the body of work as a whole. Uh, yes, at the end, he kind of had some problems, kind of went crazy, but overall, he was just so good, I couldn't not have him as number one on my list. I think that's, that's an extremely respectable pick out of you two. I'm not going to complain with that one. Cameron, I know who your number one is, so just get it out. No Kanye on my list. No Jay-Z on my list. None of these mumble rapping Lil Uzi's. Actually, I like Lil Uzi. I like Jay-Z and Kanye. They were six and seven, respectively. Um, that being said, the greatest rapper of all time, my favorite rapper, I can name 30 songs off rip right now. Marshall Mathers, Slim Shady, Eminem, whatever you want to call him, is the greatest rapper of all time. It's not a debate. It's, it's literally not. He is the best. He's a lyrical genius, a lyrical god. He read the dictionary every single day. And I, I just don't think there's any argument against it. Go listen to some of his songs and talk about some deeper meaning. He's been through it. Movie made off, made off of his life. Eight Mile. Fantastic movie. Might bring it up for Movie of the Week next week. Make all of you watch it. Um, Eminem, and it is not even close. I've never seen it. Great movie. Yeah, I know I know that was coming, Cam. I mean, Eminem's not on my list. He's just not my style. I, I love his old stuff. I do. I have a bunch of his songs. New stuff, not so much. Rap God's okay. Um, it's impressive, for sure. But it's like, to me, it's like, okay, music, berserk, okay. So, but like, any of his new, new stuff, haven't heard it. Haven't bothered to listen to it. I saw him get exposed by MGK, right? Didn't he lose a rap battle to Machine Gun Kelly? or Something like that? No idea. So if that happens, I mean, you got you got problems. But you know what? I, I, those are all right lists, Cam. I think your your list is the worst if I had to pick. Uh, Tucker, you're probably right behind him. right? I mean, right in front of him. And then Dylan, you're number two behind my number one. Um, so uh, a, list, a, a list on list, guys. But all right, let's wrap this up with a movie. Texas, who watched it? I did not. I did. Nope. You did, Dylan. I oh, did. I thought I was taking a point for you. I was getting excited. I I don't know. You can barely count it. Um, I I swam out to deeper waters of the uh, the Google machines. Um, I was not about to pay five dollars uh, on YouTube to watch this film, although I did have bad quality and I had no subtitles, so I was working strictly on my Spanish skills. Oh Jesus! So <laughs> so. Uh, my understanding of the film might not be high, but my eyes did watch the pi- pixels go across point, the screen, so I think what? that no, counts. Point well earned. Congrats. That was, I mean, you, you just hung in there to take that, to keep that point. I, I'm, I love it. I watched it but, over over a few days, too, so things didn't stay. Um, so uh, there, there's a bit of a misunderstanding. There was a lot of things going on that I had no idea what was happening. Uh, all right. Well, any, any, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, thoughts, um, you know, as it being entirely in Spanish and my Spanish skills at about a two out of 10, um, what I think happened, um, was there was this, there were these films going around about murders, um, and this girl was trying to write a thesis project about some sort of 
vidi cinematography things, and she gets wound up in some sort of uh, <laughs> some sort of uh, situation with with some gentlemen. Uh, there, there's sexual encounters, um, which were not easily knowing that they were going to happen because I didn't really understand what they were saying. All of a sudden, there was a wiener. Um, there were and and there was some porn. There was some porn going on 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 TV screens of some of these videos that they were watching. Um, oh. All in all, there was a lot of killing, particularly in this one person's house. Um, and and towards the end, uh, they were going to broadcast these videos that they were watching on on TV or something. Um, so essentially, I think what the moral of the story is. Um, don't do projects on videos that have to do with killing people, um, because you might end up being tied to a chair and then having to kill somebody to save your life. It's kind of sounds like the ring. It was kind of, it was kind of ring-esque, I'd say. Um, all in all, uh, I'd give this movie an honest review since I know so much about it. Um, about, I'll give it about a, a five straight down the middle. I can't really say exactly if I didn't like it or if I did like it because I didn't really know what happened. Um, it's a second round score in, a, in, a, in two weeks still, so be careful there. You're getting addicted to the round scores. Yeah, but I, I have to go straight down the middle because I'm, I'm very much indifferent because I really don't know what was happening. <laughs> Cam, how did he do on his summary? Oh, dude, I've been crying the whole time. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that was <laughs> pretty much what happened. I mean... <laughs> This girl, so let me give you a brief synopsis. This girl is in college. She decides she wants to write her thesis on snuff films. Duh, because why wouldn't you want to write a thesis on that? Um, so she starts researching, and she gets in contact with this guy who's a snuff film buff, buff and <laughs> somehow, you know, there's always one of those in college. <laughs> The snuff, the snuff film guy. So she got in touch with him. They started, you know, feeling each other out. He was showing her, you know, murder films that he had a whole collection of. And it's like, okay, this guy seems a little eerie. Um, and then they go to the library to try some to find some more snuff films. And they find the secret room in the back of the public university library. And there's just loads and loads of snuff films just right there, ready to go, all labeled out and everything. Um, so now it's like an investigation almost where they're trying to figure out who's making these and why they're there. And one of the universe, the professors at the university turns out, not me, one of the universities, uh, professors at the university turns out to be like the ringleader of it all. And then some guy ends up dying. And then this other guy ends up being behind the, all the killings and she gets, you know, she gets convinced that the snuff film buff is actually behind it, but it's actually this other guy who seems completely normal. And she ends up, you know, being in the situation where she was going to be in the next film. The other guy comes and it's, it's, it's a lot easier with subtitles. And I watched it over two years ago. Um, so I can give a score if you want to mediate it. It won't be much higher than Dylan's. Um, I'll give it like a five, eight, but the, the yeah. one, the one part that I didn't understand is, um, there was one point where she was like, oh yeah, we have to go to this other party because the, the, one of the bad guys is with her sister or something. And then, uh, 
that she, then someone like takes a shower for like 15 minutes instead of doing what needs to be done. I was like, what is happening? There was, there was a weird sh- shower taking scene. I was like, what's going on? Maybe there was some lag on my feet or something and, and something was weird. Uh, but, um, I don't know. I, I feel like it jumped around a lot and there was way too much going on and way too much Spanish. Well, Dylan, I appreciate your commitment to the game. Uh, so congrats to you on keeping your point. But last week we were supposed to have Tucker pick, I think. Uh, he yeah. ended up leaving. So what's your pick going to be this week, Doug? You know, I'm going to pick a movie that I watched like a year ago. I really liked. I don't know if you guys have watched it, Knives Out. Great movie. What is it? Knives Out. Is it on Netflix? Can we get Netflix films, please? It's on something. I know that it's either it's on Amazon Prime or something. I don't I have Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. How about we just give each other accounts so we can do this? Like, that's that'd be the easiest. Yeah. Can we just let people use our accounts? That's uh, fine. Did we lose Cam? Is he back? He's back. I'm here, guys. Can you hear me? Did you, did you get it? Knives Out? Uh, um, no. I, I Knives Out. Great movie. Um, who, who picked it? I did. I knew it. Um, Dylan, what was your question on the part you didn't understand? There was something about showering. There's something about some girls like, I have to go like take care of this right now. I have to go to this. A party because the bad guys with somebody my sister or something but then someone takes a shower for like 10 minutes and then remember specifically uh whatever it was just like weird because they were like they were scrambling around and then then it was like oh wait i have to clean myself real quick it was just I'll weird you my um my essay on this <laughs> yeah let's all get right. in let's get you into it essays on all these movies but um all right that's ways to takes episode 68 Next week, the big mock draft. We'll have that for you. It's going to be a fun episode. Can't believe it's been a year since we did the last one. I think we got four picks right last year, maybe. I'll have to check my archives. But uh, tune in to check out our socials. Tune in next week, and we'll see you then. Thanks for getting wasted with us. Bye. See it. See it.